wonderful morning. Praise the name of the Lord. I want to welcome you this morning to another beautiful live session of the Potter's Gate online broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Akintola. I really want to thank God for another day. The Lord has given us the opportunity to see. I'm excited to be alive this morning and to be part of the activities and the prophetic intentions of God in the earth. I want to especially welcome you this morning if you are connecting with me. Thank you so very much this morning for connecting. We are going to go straight into the Word of God. But before we go into the Word of God, we need to just pray. Let's pray. Let's seek the face of God. Father, we want to thank you for another day. Thank you for another opportunity you have granted unto us. Thank you, Lord. Indeed, it is an opportunity to be alive. It's an opportunity, an opportunity we need to learn. We need to know how to make the best use of. We need to maximize. So we thank you this morning, Lord, and as your spirit continue to lead us and guide us in the directions of your intention for this new day. Help us, oh Father, not to be distracted, oh God, so we don't find ourselves in a condition where we begin to sink. And we thank you that you will continue to speak to us and minister to us. You lead us on to the place of perfection. Our desire is to honor you, is to glorify you. Our desire is to be that vessel, that portal, that instrument that you can use, oh God, to bring your prophetic intentions to the earth. And so we thank you this morning that once again you have found us worthy. You are the one that cleanses our vessel. You are the one that purifies us. And we have come this morning to be purified so that our life can bring glory and honor and praise to you. We thank you. We honor you, O God. We bless your name. We lift your name on high. Once again, we proclaim Yahweh, you are God. You reign on high. There is none like you. In all the earth, there is none to be compared with you, O God. There is nothing, O God, that can happen that is happening within our lives or within our space, O God, that can change or stop who you are. You are God forever. Your eternal word, O God, is settled in heaven. Yes, that is what your word declare. Your, your word are forever settled in heaven. So we thank you this morning that as we align our heart and our soul and our minds, our body, O God, to your eternal will, we pray in the name of Jesus once again that your kingdom will find expression in us and through us. You will be glorified in the earth. You'll be glorified in our homes, in our family. You'll be glorified, Almighty God, in our continent, oh God. You'll be glorified across the globe. You will be glorified in the nation of South Africa. We thank you this morning. We glorify your name. We lift your name on high. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. All right, I want to welcome you, everybody, once again this morning to another uh, live session of the Potter's Gate online broadcast. My name is, once again, Isaiah Phillips Akintala, in case you don't know that. I really want to thank God for the grace and opportunity the Father has granted us to be part of the living, not part of the dead. We are alive. And if we're alive, there is hope. Amen. There is, there, is, there is a sense of purpose. If we're alive, amen, we must have a sense of movement, a sense of direction. Amen. We're going somewhere. And we will not allow, amen, the events, current events of, you know, of, of fallen humans to hinder the prophetic intentions of God. Now, I was thinking about uh, a word a few days ago. Uh, and, and I said to myself, within, you know, all that is happening right now, you know, globally, not just in South Africa, globally, all right, there is, there is, there is, there is a word that God is speaking, all right, God is doing something, God is speaking, and if we are not, you know, aligning our heart to what God is saying, we get, we get ourselves distracted by, you know, by the events that we are seeing around in the, in the natural realm, 
we will be distracted and not only are we going to be distracted but the enemy in fact will derail us from god's prophetic intentions for our life all right we are going somewhere and i cannot but to use the concept of peter again and the rest of the disciples in the boat when they saw jesus coming at a you know at a, at a very odd hour of the day he was walking on the water I mean, he was walking on the on on water, amen. In 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 the Bible, the Bible said, all right, in the early hours of the day, as he was approaching them. I mean, there was there was fear, there was fear, and so we we find our situation, we find ourselves in a situation where there are all kinds of things that is happening in the human realm. But even within the concept of that human realm, here is Jesus subduing the challenge. The Bible says Jesus was walking on the water. The water there basically representing, all right, the turmoils, the challenges, all right, the 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 the, 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 the all kinds of you know negativity and and you know the, the complex you know problems that are happening all across. It's happening within our homes, our family, our marriages, you know, our finance and and you know our community is happening all of what what is happening today in terms of you know south africa alone it's not something that is just limited or you know that we can re re reduce to south africa this is something that is globally that is a shaking there is a global shaking and with the shaking will continue like i always say the bible says god said i will shake the things that can be shaken god is shaking us he's shaking our ideologies he's shaking our belief system is shaking amen, our thought pattern is shaking our motives our agenda is shaking up everything we've defined amen to be security is shaking it because he wants to build for himself a kingdom that cannot be shaken so we'll continue to see this shaking and it's for us who have the ability and understanding of god's prophetic you know intention for this day to say to the people hey guys don't be moved all that is happening it will pass away amen because at the end of the day god himself god himself will have himself a people that will stand that will proclaim that will declare amen his intentions and his in his purpose and therefore that's why i believe that in the days like we live in right now we need a strong prophetic voice we don't need people that are sentimental we need strong prophetic voice to give excuse me clarity to give direction to give precision to give amen accuracy amen to say this is what god is doing amen in days where god begins to move in babylon we need a daniel that can read the handwriting of god on the wall jesus is moving and he's subduing the waters amen the same water that you know the bible says that the disciple were just sitting Hopefully, I don't know what we're sitting for, but the Bible says when, when Peter heard the voice, when Jesus said, come, he stepped out of the boat. I tell you, sometimes when we find ourselves in situations like this, amen, this might just be the time for us to step out of the boat. As long as we've heard that voice, come, as long as we've heard that voice and there is a voice that is calling us out of the norm. There is a voice that is calling us out of, you know, that, that which we have defied you know, to be security. There's a voice that is calling us out of that which men have come to accept and believe, amen, to be, yes, the, 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 the right way of living, the right pattern of existence. There is a voice that is calling us to step out of the ordinary into the extraordinary realm. But before I go into... You know, some things that I would like to share with us. Remember, we've been dealing with the practicality. How do we live amen, a practical Christian life, a practical kingdom life within the context of society? And I mean, this is this is just all that we're facing, particularly in this month of September. I tell you, what a way to prove that what God has been saying to us is just a fact. It's just the reality. It's just the truth. You know, where I, I remember saying, you know, just as we enter into September, I said September is going to be a challenging month. 
I'm, I'm sure when I made that statement, some people must have like, and I said, look, I, I, I'm not the one that, uh, you know, kind of connect, you know, uh, uh, prophetic intentions to months, but I have studied the month. I've, I mean, September is a month that I have studied through the years. And you will, if you will, if you if you have studied the same, if you have if you have been following the trend of or, you know of seasons, you will know that you know September is a is a month where you know new season basically is established. So it's 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 a time of contradiction. It's a time of 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 you know of pressing. It's a time of challenge. It's a time of you know, if you will, of demand. So if, if one doesn't understand this thing, I mean, certain things you don't need a prophetic basically to even tell you this is what's going to happen. You can just study trend. When you study trend, you can see, you know, amen, that this, these are things that we should expect. And therefore, I, you know, I prepared myself and I try as much as possible, right, to, to, you know, to express this thing so that we also can prepare ourselves and understand, amen, that, you know, as the spirit of the Lord leads us through this, through, through wisdom and, and, and guidance, we need to enforce, we need to reinforce we need to empower ourselves we need to find ourselves in that condition where we are not shaken where we are not moved the bible says trust in the lord with all your heart lean not unto your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path that's a prophetic word that's a prophetic word that comes with a with a promise trust in the lord now if we've been trusting in the lord and be trusting in his promise and be trusting amen in that which he has declared and is declaring guess what this is the time where our heart will be at rest. So once again, I want to go to another scripture that we've been using all right, for our prayer morning uh, uh, devotion that we have not actually looked at for a while now because we've been dealing with the concept of the practicality. But this scripture also speaks into what we're dealing with because uh, it, 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 this scripture will highlight for you again what we need to know and how we need to respond amen, to the voice of God and to the dealings of God. Because you know all that is happening today speaks for one thing or is begging for one thing, answer. Is begging for true leadership. True leadership, amen, is born out of the spirit. Leadership, amen, is, is, is a condition of the spirit. When, when the condition of our spirit is robust, amen, it is it, in alignment with God's prophetic intention. When, when our spirit aligns with God's character, with God's nature, when we begin to develop, amen, in the full reality of God's plan and purpose for our life, eh, not just having the knowledge like we've been talking about, not just having the knowledge. But we have the knowledge, amen, mixed with, amen, the, the, the values that allow the knowledge to become a reality. The Bible says, add to your faith virtue. You've got to add to your faith, add to your faith virtue. You've got to add things to that which you know, that which you're believing God, that which you, you know, you, you, you're standing on. As a, You've got to add, you know, certain practical aspect amen it, it, like i said if if we if we if we if we are people of faith if we're living by the promise and the principles of god people will see it it said a city set on the hill cannot be hidden if you're a city and you're set on the hill you cannot be hidden the bible says in that day men will say unbelievers will say come let us go up to the house of the of, of the lord the, it is, the, 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 the journey up, the traveling up, the movement up is not going to be the problem. Because, you know, we are trying to reduce the standard for the people. We're trying to bring the church to the people down there. Uh -uh. God says, no, you build a value standard. When it's built well and the light is shining, the people will find their way there. You see, that's a different concept of life we need to build. 
That's what the Bible says in the book of Isaiah. In fact, let me read, let me read that scripture. Thank you, Father. This is, <clears throat> this is what Isaiah, the son of Amos, saw. I'm reading Isaiah chapter 2. This is what, I, I, you know, what Isaiah saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. In the last day, the mountain of the Lord's house, the mountain of the Lord's house, the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as the chief <laughs> among the mountains. You, you call it a mountain of, you know, political failure, you know, mountains of, you know, economic failure, mountains of religious, you know, you know, uh, uh, confusions and all these mountains that are dwarfing us today. All right. We, we have all kinds of, you know, a uh, 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 wisdom that men have established that, that there has no capacity to minister to all right? the, the, the needs of the day. All right. Society is crying and begging. All right. For, you know, for, for, for answer, because mountain here speaks of leadership. Mountain here is not just about all right, the church. It speaks of a, a quality of a life. It speaks of amen, a, a concept of existence, um, you know, a position of elevation. A position, amen, of, of power, of truth, of grace. A place where people can come to and find clarity and find direction and find precision. But that's not going to happen until first, the Bible says, that mountain, that mountain of the Lord's house must be what? Established. <laughs> you know, when you, when you begin to look at the concept of being established, it means that you've been planted. You are not shaken. You are not movable. Amen. You are not removed. Is that not what we've been dealing with in Roman, excuse me, in, uh, uh, in Luke chapter 6? Yes. It says, these are the ones, in fact, while, while we're on this, you see, this is how we, we connect with scripture. Let's go to Luke chapter 6. Let's go to Luke chapter 6. Why want this? Because I, I want to highlight that concept, that word establish. It's important. What, what is going on today, amen, is the lack of the establishment of Christ in our life. Is the lack of the establishment, amen, of the things of God, of the values of God, of the principles of God. So society is emerging, society is weeping, society is crying, society, amen, is buffeted here and there. Yes, where there are where there are no leadership, the Bible says the people will be running through and fro, amen. They will be like sheep without a shepherd. Amen. So we've got to understand the need of the day because at the end of the day, when all this crisis finally died down. The questions will still be, have we solved it? Have we, have we solved the problem? Have we dealt with the things that need to be dealt with? I, I mean, and when you, when you begin to look at what is happening in South Africa, you can see that there is a societal crisis. All right? There, there, is, a, there is a societal crisis. Then, you know, it, it's like something is about to, be imp, is about to implode in, in, in our nation. And we need, to, we need to deal with this thing. And I'm not just dealing with the issue of, you know, uh, the lack of, you know, uh, uh, um, economic prospect. I'm dealing with the value system. I'm dealing with the core value system of the society. All right. When you listen to the television, excuse me, you listen to the radio, you watch the TV, you read the news, you see the kind of things that is happening. Yesterday on the news again, you see the guy who, who raped an eight-year-old girl. I mean, you, you, you look at all these things that these are societal problems. 
and they speak into the very core of that which we have not dealt with as a society, as a nation. What kind of a nation do we want to build? What kind of, you see, when we say kind of a nation we want to build, the question then will become what kind of Christianity are we practicing? Because you see, the, 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 the capacity of the spirituality that is that is allowed within a society, within the nation, will define the, the spiritual flavor, will define the spiritual temperature amen, of such society. We've got to understand these things. This has to be clear to us. So let's look at let's look at the scripture. Jesus said, "Why do you call me Lord, Lord?" So we we, we have we have you know a company. We we have come to a position where all right, there is a parroting, that is you know there is a proclamation of the of the calling of Jesus. Is Lord? Is Lord? Is Lord? Is Lord? Is Lord? Uh, 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 we built us. We built a culture of proclamation. You see, what we're dealing with, moving from amen, just a theoretical concept to really practicing the Christian life. And to, for us to do that, we have to debunk all the false belief system, all the wrong ideologies, all, right? all, all, all the knowledge that we have acquired, amen, that is not speaking to that which can translate our life into relevant instruments in the hand of God. That is a problem because we've got to divorce ourselves from that. I don't care how we have acquired those knowledge, what you know people have said about us in terms of how to quote scripture. You know, we, we, some of us are very strong. We, we we're very strong in our opinion of what we believe. All right, as as Christian, but that's fine. But if we cannot translate that which Amen, we believe that's supposed to be representing the Word of God into practical day-to-day -day lifestyle. Then God cannot pour himself into us. <laughs> then, 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 then the anointing of God, amen, to allow his word to work for us, is not going to work. Because the Bible says, listen to this. Bible says how God anointed Jesus. It didn't say Jesus Christ. He said how God anointed Jesus. Jesus, amen, the son of Mary. Yes, the son of Joseph. The body that was prepared for Christ, the anointing, amen, to walk in. That's the point. That's the point that I'm making. That's the point because I, Isaiah Phillips, all right, has been prepared as a body. I'm a vessel. But if this vessel is not in alignment, amen, with the divine order, with the divine standard, if my faith is not speaking to the value system of the kingdom of God, amen, if my promise is of, of the things of God, if my if me standing on the promises of God, amen, are not in coherence to the value system of the kingdom, guess what? I will stand on the promise till I glow blue in the face. Nothing is going to happen this is the reason why today we have weak churches because we do not have amen a clear understanding of how to journey from what we have acquired amen to that which we ought to become this is the challenge this is the chasm this is why we are weak this is why when there's issues like we've seen, racism, xenophobia, you know, uh, feminism, you know, poverty, disconnection, disconnectivity, all this thing that's happening in society, all right, abuse, you know, uh, uh, misuse. Oh, the church cannot speak. And when we speak, we only speak words. Our words do not have 
power to really bring transformation to really bring reformation to really bring restoration all right to you know to those areas we, we just talk we talk the talk but we don't walk the walk why because our words the words that we speak amen they're not filled with life they're not filled with power jesus said amen the words that i speak to you they are spirit and their life they are spirit and their life no our words is flesh and carnality we only speak with mere words our words are not filled with life they are not filled with power you know why because there are all kinds of things in our life like we've been saying for a while all right that that are still of the world he said don't don't be conformed to this world system when we are conformed in our thought pattern when we are conformed in our belief system when we are conformed in our value system to the ways of the world unbelief doubt or a hatred unforgiveness perversion wickedness you know you know all kinds of spirit are still there you know for jesus to use mary magdalene the bible says seven demons were casted out of her life seven now we can have all kinds of demons and we've covered it up and we're not dealing with it so we just we 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 we're doing all this christianity thing we're going through the motion we 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 we're reading bible we're studying we're praying but all that on the veneer of that which amen we want to see not not based on that which amen the lord is demanding all right for all i care we can pray we can study Bible. We can do all this. What in our hearts of hearts? Remember, the Bible says, man looks at the outward, but God looks at the heart. God looks at the heart. When God wants to approve a man, God doesn't approve his suit. He doesn't approve his physical look. God doesn't approve that he's got X, Y, Z, amen. And this kind of people have, no. God approves the man by the condition of the heart, by the state of the mind. Ahalabashayede. Nations are built from within and nation collapse from within society homes marriages collapse from within not from without You see nobody can pull a house down from outside that is fortified on the inside Nobody can pull a believer a man who has a standing with God All right From the outside you, you can do that because everything that this person has amen is is internally configured what we, what what we are faced with today is that we have too much too much of show it's a show it's a showbiz it's, it's it's all entertainment there's no life there's no backbone there's no capacity jesus says so they call me lord lord remember we we started with the scripture in isaiah all right the mountain of the lost house must be established. And I wanted to highlight that concept of what it means to be established. Are you established in the things of the kingdom? Or do you assume you are established? <laughs> They're two different things. We can assume that we are working with God. We can assume that we are in alignment with God. We can assume that we are living a good life. Amen. But we know within the within the context of our heart, we know within the recesses of our heart that something, amen, is still hidden. Many of us do that. God, you can, you, you can deal with those things, but not this one. Uh -uh. Why do you call me Lord, Lord? And you do not do what I say. How many times have the Lord spoken to us? Just a little voice. How many times have we read something in the word of God? 
<clears throat> and we take our eyes away. I say, no, it doesn't. God is God's, God's not speaking to me. No, no, he's speaking to that sister. No, no, he's speaking to that brother, not me. Come on, he's speaking to you. But because we are men pleasers, you see, if we're going to please ourselves and we're going to please men, you are not going to walk in the power of kingdom demonstration. Because what the world is looking for, amen, are those who are ready to be demonstrators of what it means to be sons of God. The Bible says creation is groaning. Not groaning for revelation, not groaning for uh, knowledge, not groaning, amen, for, you know, Christianity. No, they are groaning for sons of God. Sons of God are those that are born of God, sustained by God, empowered by God, revealing the nature of God. Yes, the, because the power of God rests on them. When they speak to things, things change. You know why? Because they are dead. They are not representing themselves. When Elijah on Mount Carmel, amen, took his time to pray. After, you know, the prophets of Baal have done their thing and Baal never showed up. Bible says while Elijah prayed, the fire came. You see, this is not a fake fire. This is not, you know, a fire that is, that is, that is called down from, you know, from, 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 from the beast. By the false prophet in the book of Revelation. Because the Bible says, yes, the first prophet, they also have the power to call down fire. <laughs> Listen to this. You're going to be seeing certain things. You will think it's God manifesting. No. The manifestations of the power of God, listen to this, will be in alignment, will be speaking in context, amen, to a life that is in total sync, that is in total sync with the value system of God. So God's power does not work outside, amen, a character that is in alignment with divine intention. Uh, God, God will never rest his power on someone or a believer or Christian or a city or community that is not in alignment with his divine blueprint. So our life first, our life first must be reformed. Our belief, attitude, character, Amen. Our, our value system must be in alignment with divine standard. Then the power of God rests on us. And when the power rests, guess what? The power will stay. The power will not just come, rest and go. No. And the power will not just, you know, work in us. And then tomorrow we find ourselves, you know, doing kind of things. This is the reason why it seems as if there's a delay today of the power of God, you know, you know, being manifest in society. Why? Because, why? Because, uh, you know, God cannot trust us with his power. He cannot trust us, amen, with his, with his, with his, with his resurrected power. Oh yes, the Bible says he's given unto us his power, but guess what? For that power, amen, to, to be turned on, for that tap, all right, to be, you know, to be, you know, to be open for the power to be released. You can have the power, but guess what? The act, the access the ability to make that power work in your life has not been turned on. What on on the power is when the flesh step out of the way. Come on. What on on the power is when you and I step out of the way and allow God to step in and allow God to truly be our Lord. Because the concept here, why are you calling me Lord when I'm not even the Lord of your life? Why are you calling me Lord when I'm not the one in charge, amen, of your money, of your finance? When I'm not the one in charge of your attitude, of your belief, of your character? Why are you calling me Lord while I'm not the one in charge of your day? You plan your day the way you want it, but you're calling me Lord, Lord. <laughs> Jesus said, that's deception. Why are you calling me Lord, Lord, but you are not doing what I say? 
why do you call me lord lord and do not do what i say you don't do it it's the doing that's the do is the doing that we're talking about not just the knowing is the doing you've got to step out of what you know to start doing it so if you know something you want to do it you want to do it you want if, if you know something and you don't do it you know what the bible defines in fact not just the bible dictionary defines that as rebellion rebellion is to know what is right and refuse to do it because you're rebelling i'm not going to do it but you know what is right and i'm not going to do it that's why god killed the entire household of air because he was rebelling god already told him non-israelite must marry you know from you know a, a, a foreign nation he knew that but he decided no i'm gonna marry jezebel i'm gonna go to the land of the sudanians and i'm gonna marry jezebel god said okay you rebel against me that's fine i'm gonna judge you and god still gave them time for repentance nobody they refused so it's 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 a blatant rebellion and god judged god judged the entire household friends <clears throat> we can be a city we can be a community we can be a nation if we live our life in rebellion god will judge us god will judge us the judgment of god does not know nationality does not know color does not know race we live our life particularly the believers within the city if, if we are supposed to be representing our nation, our city, and we're not living our life in accordance to amen, the divine standard, or we're rebelling in a, against the value system of God, God help us, because we'll be judged. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and you do not do what I say? I will show you. So Jesus said, wait a minute, I'm going to show you, I'm going to give you an example of a one who listened to me, of a one who walks in obedience. He says, I will show you. In other words, I will contrast your rebellion to a man, amen, of obedience, to a society of obedience, to a nation that walks in obedience, to, you know, a community, that, to a family that walks in obedience, all right? Because here is this other, you know, a, a group, all right? They, they, they are parroting. Jesus said they draw near to me with them, with, with, with their mouth. <laughs> He said, but their heart is far from me. Friends, you know, it, 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 it aches my heart. When I listen and to some of the things happening in, in America, you know, today God is judging the nation of America, judging the church. Let me put it that way. God is judging the church and the leaders. Many of the leaders that, you know, We've known them, they've, we've been known for a while as people who oh, move in the anointing and all that. Now, it's like their sins have been exposed. All across. And when I look at that, 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 that tells me this is, these are sacred days. These are days where every, every, everyone must know how to possess their vessels. You've got to look into your life because it, it's them now. Tomorrow is going to be us. So there are all kinds of things happening across the globe that we cannot afford to shy away or be ignorant of. We've got to know what God is doing, how God is coming into our gardens, how God is calling, amen, the Adams. God, God is calling and is checking, Adam, where are you? And if we're not in alignment with the right clothing, with the right dressing, we will be judged. I'm telling you. So men who have built big ministry they have done great things you know they're all over tbn they're all over uh, uh, um, god channel 
You're being judged today. Why? Because when God starts giving us opportunity to align our heart, repent, live in accordance to his internal configuration. Don't bother about the external. You see, when the internal is, is washed, when the internal is cleansed, the, the external will follow suit. It's, it's automatic. It's automatic. That's why I really don't bother about the external. I don't really bother about the external. I'm, bo I'm bothered about the internal. The, my internal configuration means more to me than my external presentation. I don't really care about what people think about me. <laughs> as much as yes I, I i mean i want to present my life in a way where i'm presentable i'm I, you know i represent christ and his purpose yes so that men can look at and and you know emulate my life but guess what that's not my priority you know this morning while i was because it's like these days i just don't have time everything you know begs for your time and before you finish one thing you need to run to the next thing and and i, I know when and I, I was looking at my time i said lord it's almost time for me to go on air in fact before i came on air and i had to say to myself every other thing has to wait god you're my father i'm speaking to my father now you are my father and you're the first in my life you are the most important thing. Every other thing is secondary. After all, if I go out there to speak, I'm speaking on your behalf. So if, if I've not come, come, you know, commune with you, if I've not spoken with you, what am I going to be saying to the people? I'm going to be speaking from my head. Because that's what we do. You say, lean on unto your own understanding. You see, it is rebellion. It is a sense of pride, spiritual pride. All right? Is a sense of arrival. It's a sense of, yes, I know what to do. I know what to say. When you get to the point where you are so confident of yourself, that is a point you need to be afraid of who you are. Because at that point, the enemy is going to strike you when you least expect. Why we need self-confidence, but we must never put trust in self. There are two different things. While we need self-confidence, we must never, never you dare put your trust in your own self. Because you have just dug your own burial ground. You're about to die. I said to God, everything must wait. I don't care if I don't have to come to, you know, to, you know, to, to speak. To, you know, I love to encourage people. But I can only encourage people from the grace, from the strength that I have received. You can only give what you have. And I don't want to give from here. I want to give from here. I want to give from my heart. See, the things that I say, I don't say them to impress people. I'm sure by now you know that. That's why I'm not, I'm not popular. But I'm very popular among those who are searching for truth. If you live your life to want to please yourself and you want to please people, you will never please God. Why do you call me Lord, Lord? Enough of professing. Enough of confessing. Let's see reformation of the heart. Let's see alignment of our heart. 
let's see agreement amen to god's divine intention let's 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 take all the things we know and begin to put them in the right place in our heart so we can begin to step out to practice them that's why we say the month of september is a month we want to practice we want to practice we don't just want to talk we don't just want to talk we don't just want to respond in the flesh we want to practice amen we want our life amen to be a mirror a mirror listen the world is crying for saviors where are the saviors too many churches but less representatives too many churches less representatives of god can you see look at the church whenever there is a crisis in society just look at the church particularly those who call themselves uh, prophets apostles who say oh we represent their mouth is quiet because they have nothing to say and if they need to speak they have no boldness to say the right thing you know why because they want to be politically correct they've been captured by Jezebel in all this crisis that has been happening I've been waiting maybe one apostle of all the apostles that I know will speak or even say something and say hey man of God oh no no none of them have the ability to say anything because their practice of Christianity is what I call you know cultural Christianity is the extension their belief system is the extension amen of the belief of the value system of the society they've not been called out <laughs> you see you see we, we, we say we say we, we believe as we're followers of Christ yet our life is still mirroring the opinions of society you see I'm a Nigerian I do not support Nigeria I'm a South African I do not support South Africa I support the kingdom of God I'm not in support of any man I'm not in support of any nation I'm in support of God and the prophetic intentions of God that's where we ought to focus because in times like this you know they're looking for answers they're looking for leadership they're looking for the voice where are the voice they can't speak because if you say something somebody say if you say something it's gonna cost you your God knows what only, only a person who has not fallen is afraid to fall. <laughs> I have fallen several times. In fact, my back is on the floor. But my eyes are on the Lord. So, I'm not afraid to speak. If you, if you have a stake in the kingdom, you will not be afraid to speak for the kingdom. And if you have a stake in the world, you will always defend the things of the world. Listen to this. South Africa, Nigeria, Zimbabwe, Malawians, you know, uh, uh, um, Tanzanians, all right, Americans, Europeans, you know, if they are not in Christ, they are in crisis, and they are in the and they represent what the Bible call the children of the world. There are two nations. There are two nations: the nation of God and the nation of men. <laughs> I might have been born in Nigeria. I'm not in Nigeria. I'm a kingdom citizen. I may have a South African citizen. Listen to this. My first citizen is the kingdom of God. This is my point, my abode, my place of assignment. It's a certain knowledge is required for us to accelerate in this season for us to truly represent the intentions of the father. Certain belief system is called the values of the kingdom. 
I thank God that crises like this are happening because it allows us to see, to know, to measure our faith, to measure our position. This is a time for us to score ourselves. We score ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> how have I represented the kingdom of God in all this? Because that we will do, amen, by how we think. Not by what we say, no, but how we think. Where we, where, you know, what side are we tilting to us? Are we pro-South Africa or pro-Nigeria or pro-Zambia or pro-Tanzania or pro-Malawi or pro, you know, uh, uh, Mozambique? Or are we standing as a nation of God in the earth? A kingdom of people, amen. A priesthood in the earth representing the order of God. There are two nations in the earth. The nations of God and the nation men of both. And that nation is not defined by geography. That nation is not defined and determined by color. It's not defined by race. Is defined by our identity in Christ Jesus. When you carry Christ in you, you're a global citizen. And you will speak on behalf of the entire nation. You will never allow amen, <clears throat> injustice amen, to, to, you know, to, 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 to reign. You will never allow iniquity or perversion. In any name, either in the name of racism or xenophobia or aphrophobia, amen, or feminism, you will never allow it. Wherever you are, be it you're in Nigeria, be it you're in Ghana, be it you're in Cameroon, be it you're in Zambia, you're in Zimbabwe, you're in South Africa, amen, you are, you are in Morocco or you are in America. Wherever you see injustice, you stand against it because the Bible says... Bible says the throne of God, amen, is established in righteousness and justice. We don't have an we don't have a justice system that is defined by race, by culture, by you know, by 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 geography. No, this is kingdom. Many people have are yet to understand. I thank God for this kind of crisis because it allows us to see who are truly in the kingdom. It allows us to understand where our heart is. They say where your treasure is, that's where your heart will be. If the kingdom of God is not our treasure, guess what? We'll be fighting on some side. We'll be fighting, we'll be standing on some side. I stand on no side. I stand on the side of the kingdom of God. Because the kingdom of God is the preferred system of human government. When the kingdom of God, I said it yesterday, you see, when Christ that we claim we have, all right, truly 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 reform transform our heart hey we will reform society we will transform society the problem is christ has not really been formed in us jesus said you are my children whom again i travel in birth until 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 christ be formed in you when christ is formed in you you become a reformer halaba soyada I said, when Christ is formed in you, when Christ is formed in me, we become a reformer. We will reform society. We will reform government. We will reform the economy. We will reform. Listen to this because we've got the power to do that. Let's stop just confessing. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and you do not do what I say? Truth must be done. Spirituality must be done. It's not just acquired. It's not a knowledge acquired. We have to do it. You do love. You do truth. You do hope. You, you do faith. Hallelujah. You do believe. Amen. You, 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 do, you do commitment. You do accountability. 
you do it it's something you must do not something we just acquire as a knowledge no you can acquire all the knowledge but when reality shows up you, you know where to be found you're on the you're on the other side don't be confirmed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind why do you call me lord lord but you do not do what i say i tell you i will show you jesus this is what jesus is saying i will show you i will show you who is like who comes to me i will show you what is like who comes to me who hears me who hears my word and put them into practice god make me a practitioner of your of your word jesus said i will show you in other words you you are confessing lord 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 jesus said no 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 but i will show you a true person a true one who listen who obeys me I will show you this man comes to me he hears me and put to practice what I've said and this is it he said he's like one who builds a house hello <laughs> if you're gonna build a house the house is gonna be what visible you can't build a, an invisible house that is leading us back to Isaiah chapter 2 huh? In the last day, let's go back Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 2. In the last day, the mountain of the Lord's temple, high Elamash, Father, may your mountain, may the mountain of your house in this season, O God, be established because that which is built as a, on a mountain is visible. There are too many visible things that men are seeing today but have no voice, have no power. The Bible called them giants in the earth renowned but they have no voice they have no capacity they have no ability they have no prophetic grace they have no grandeur they have no virtue they have no value but they are massive that's why in times of crisis they are nowhere to be found they have become they have become a monument a site of attraction people come all over the world to just look at look at this massive thing that has lost touch that has lost value that has lost capacity that has lost intent that has lost relevancy that is called Herod's temple you know the temple of you know uh, uh, king Herod. amen <laughs> i mean people were coming from all over the world to look at the temple massive temple but has no voice has no relevancy in the prophetic intentions of god yet people are coming they're watching the bible says even the disciples of jesus right? they looked at the temple and they said wow wow this is massive <laughs> that is a reflection amen of what amen the fallen angel angels have butted with the daughters of men oh come on that's a that's a word who is moved by what looks massive but has no voice has no solution as 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 no authority in the earth 
When God looks down, God, God says this thing, I'm coming down to, to judge it. When God see what men were building on the Tower of Babel, <laughs> Bible says God looked down and said, ah, no, 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 no. This thing does not represent my intention in the earth. We are coming down to judge this thing. Many towers are coming down in this last difference. Don't be in a hurry to build a tower. Don't be in a hurry to build some temple. Your life has been made his temple. Finally, the Bible says, Now the dwelling place of God is with men. God wants to dwell in your heart and in my heart because that is the only place he can express his power, his authority. Now, the temple of God, the tabernacle of God is among men. Not in some temple built with bricks and mortars. Everything that is built by straw, by wood, hay, grass and all this thing will be consumed by fire. Will be consumed. I'm excited. Father, come. We live in your day. The day of your kingdom is drawing nearer and closer. And we see from afar. And we focus on that which we've seen. We refuse to be distracted by the noise of Babylon. We refuse to be captured by the towering pride of Babylon. We refuse to look at the tower of Babel. And, 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 and compare it to that which you're building because that which you're building it will take men with sight to see it a temple in the wilderness where angels are ascending and descending upon the son of man show us how to build such a dimension in our day where the towering pride of Babel where the error temple are dwarfing, are challenging, are standing in defiance to that which a spirit is demanding. Help us, Lord, to shift away and to see the future of that which man are built. You said to your disciple, you said, not one stone will be left unturned. 70 AD after you died, Jesus, the Roman Empire came and destroyed that temple. We need longevity. You say, after 70 years, I will come and I will indeed remember Babylon. Lord, while we wait for the time, while we wait for the time, help us, oh God, not to go into a state of stupor. Help us not to go into a time of weakness. Help us, oh God, not to go into a time, oh God, of, of slumber. Help us not to give up. Help us not to give in. Lord, while we wait, while we wait, help us, Father. 70 years. It's like seven seconds before you. We are mostly judged in the waiting of that period that seemed elongated. 70 years. During that period of 70 years, a priesthood 
had gone and corrupt themselves with the women of Babylon. They were not to be found. And therefore then you found a people called the house of Zadok. You said because Zadok refused to, to corrupt themselves. You said there will be a people unto me, a priest unto me. Who will not just minister in the outer court, in the holy court, but in the holies of holy. We are the Zadok priesthood, oh God, that your spirit, oh God, has preserved and is still preserving in this new day, oh Father. I pray, almighty God, that we will not be stained because we are in Babylon. And the challenges of Babylon is buffeting us here and there. That we will not allow ourselves to be captured by a false order. That our mind will not come down. In this divine order, they said to Nehemiah, come down from what you're doing. The enemy is coming to kill you. Nehemiah said, I'm doing a good job. I'm doing a great work. I'm not coming down. We're building for the Lord. Lord, this is a day where we're building for you. We're building your intention. We're building your desire. We're building your purposes. We're building that which you require, O oh God. And we declare in the name of Jesus that we're not coming down. We're not coming down. We are not coming down. I will show you what this man is like. The one who hears my word and put them into practice is like a man building a house who dug down. Who dug down and laid the foundation on the rock. I will show you what this man is like. He who comes to me. He dug down. He dug down and he lays the foundation on the rock. He lays the foundation on the rock. The foundation, amen, is the value system of the kingdom. When the foundation of our life, amen, is not defined by the precepts and the principles and the values, amen, of the kingdom of God, friends, we have not begun to build. In fact, whatever we build will come down at the slightest crisis that hits us. I will show you the man, amen, who comes to me who hears my word and practice them. He's like one who builds a house. There are two kinds of houses. There is a house that Babylon is building. There is a house, amen, that is defined by the Tower of Babel. And there is the house that Christ is building in us. And that house, amen, is called his temple. God only dwells, amen, in the temple of men. God only dwells in the temple of men, human being. God lives in humans, yes. You know, Paul said, don't you know that you are the temple of the living God? Listen, Jesus did not die amen, for physical temple. He died for us that we can be resurrected, that we can be rebuilt, that we can carry and represent the intentions of his father. He died so that you and I can be reconciled, so that what Adam amen, lost in the garden can be restored. He died so that we, you and I can once again walk with him. He can walk with us in our garden, that we can speak to him, he can speak to us, that we can reflect his divine intention. He, he died so that you and I can indeed once again know his mind and reflect his intentions. Father, we thank you. 
We honor your name. So in that day, the mountain of the Lord's house, the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as the chief among the mountains. It will be raised above the hills and all nations will stream to it. That is a prophetic word that heaven has given to us in this season. All nations will stream to this house, to this, to this order. Amen. Many people will come and say, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways so that we can walk in his path. This is what we want to see. This is what we are believing God for. That God will allow us once again to enjoy the life of obedience, the life of truth, the life of submission, the life of total surrender. The life that has completely yielded to the standard of God. This is what we are seeking for in this brand new day. Friends, I want to encourage you this morning that as we continue to look into the heart of God and into his mind, may we have the resolve, may we have the desire, may we have the passion, may we have the longing to practice that with the spirit of the Lord. Amen. Is saying in this brand new day. May we not give up. May we not give in to the lies of the enemy. Father, we thank you. Lord, I honor your name this morning. We give you all the glory, all the praise, all the adoration. I'm sorry, the, 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 the network is a bit bad. Uh, the weather's changing, is, 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 is raining. So, well, not, not raining, well, it's about to rain. So, you know, so I think that is affecting the weather. So I'm just going to round up right now. But I really want to thank you, friends, this morning for connecting with me. Once again, I hope I've been able to challenge you because that's what we do on this platform, all right? When we come together like this, we challenge each other, amen, unto, unto righteousness. We challenge each, each other, amen, unto, unto, unto the initiatives of the things of God. That we will not live our life in the, in the average, in the outer order, in the outer court. We want to continue to press into the divine intentions of God. We want our life to continue to reflect and resonate, amen, the, the truth of God. Wherever we go, let people see, say, by this shall men know amen we want to live our life from beyond uh, you, you call me lord lord amen two i will show you the man amen who comes to me who hears my word amen and practice that he said for he is like one who builds a house but first of all he dug deep 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 down he dug deep and as we continue to dig deep amen we will continue to remove every idea philosophy belief system that is not of god we will remove them amen the reason why we're digging down amen is to locate amen the false order the false idea amen the false value system the lies amen the pretense the abuse whatever it is that is within the structures of our life that is not allowing that will not allow the power and the glory of god to manifest in us we want to dig those things out this is salvation 101 this is what we should have been taught in our salvational class. This is what we should have been taught, amen, in our discipleship class. That when we begin our journey with God, we have to first of all go back into our Father's house, go back into our life, and uproot every order, every system, every belief, amen, every ideology we have borrowed from where we're coming from. Do not be conformed to this world, but rather be transformed by the renewing of your mind that our mind once again can be presented to Christ. That Christ can find home in us that Christ can express his will through us that you, you, you do not get to the point where you get satisfied looking like Babylonians and yet singing the songs of Zion Father we thank you 
we honor your name thank you for your truth this morning that has gone forth thank you for your counsel thank you for your will bless your your, your people oh god this morning help us to remember that we are your disciples that we are carriers of your divine intention help us to represent you as we go out there into the world system help us not to be consumed father we hear your voice like peter hear your voice we have stepped out of our comfort zone we've stepped out of our father's house we have stepped out of the boat we are walking on the water and we declare this day we will subdue the challenges of the of the day we will not be captured by wrong beliefs wrong values by wrong uh, declarations of god by false impressions of god by wrong narratives oh god in the name of jesus we will live our life to glorify you in everything that we do help us to be a blessing to somebody today in jesus name thank you father for once again for the nation of south africa bless this land 